you are now tuned in live to the Supreme Life Podcast. It is your girl, Supreme D, Khadijah, Queen Z, the baddest in Brampton. I am not playing with y'all. Um, this segment is called 2019 Talks, okay? Because we have so much shit to talk about and I feel like, you know, today's the day to do it. It is a Sunday evening. Really and truly, it's almost... Monday. <laughs> I'm recording at 11:30. Anyhow, let's kind of dive into it. So obviously, to pay homage to the Lovers Month, although it is Black History Month, I want to focus on some real love, some topics, some things that relationships, you know, situationships, people in general go through. Um so yeah, let's get into it. Can you go 24 hours without talking to or texting your partner? Now, I feel like I've talked to so many guys and they've told me like, oh, I don't need to talk to her every day. But I'm like, in my mind, I feel like if you really care about a person and they cross your mind, 24 hours is 24 hours too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. For me, I need to check in. There's that communication. If you're having a busy day, you need to hit me up and say, you know what, babe? It's busy for me today. I don't know if I can get around to hollering at you until later. It is what it is, you know? Like, I have to kind of, you know, hold that. Deal with it. I'm grown. I I can be by myself, but I need to know why I'm by myself right now. It, it doesn't have to be physical presence, but if Bay isn't around via text, via phone call, you know, I would like to see why. I need an explanation as to why. I don't know if it's just nature, if it's just me as a person, but that's me. Um, a few hitbacks that I got on my social media were, yeah, like, you know, sometimes you can go 24 hours and I feel like it is healthy. I don't feel like you need to talk to your partner every day if you don't live together. Now, if you live together, that's obviously a whole other ballpark. If you're not talking to your partner for 24 hours then there's probably an underlying issue, but we're not going to dive into that. We're going to just leave it at the people who are dating and not living together. Because I feel like, yeah, you know, you may need that reset button. You may need time to kind of recoup and do your own thing. Because what people fail to realize, even even when you are married, you still are a separate entity. You don't become one. They are an addition to you. They don't belong to you. They're not your property. But I feel like it's a courtesy to keep checking in with your partner. Um, so... I've been reading a book, um, and it's by Rob Hill Sr., okay? I know you guys probably think he's corny, but I think he's got some good things to say for single people and for couples. So he has a book called For Single People Who Still Understand the Value of Relationships. And let me tell you, this book is an eye-opener to healthy and unhealthy relationships, healthy and unhealthy characteristic traits within your own life, like within yourself, within especially within myself i bagged them like ooh, sis you need to you need to go on a relationship detox like you need to get your shit together because i'm not a perfect partner but i could definitely be a better one so yeah there was a quote where he said there will always be work there will always be things to do but you won't always have time to appreciate each other And I feel like a lot of people forget this key thing when they're in a relationship, this key component. And it's dating your partner like you're not dating them. Courting your partner like you're not with them or you don't have them yet. Um, I still find myself, I'm obviously going to talk about myself a lot 
and what I do for mine because <laughs> that's the number one example I have. But I'll also touch on the people who are in my life. But yeah, I still feel like I try to show my partner how I love him, why I love him. Little things here and there, whether it's buying a little cocoa butter that he likes or his favorite beard oil, you know, I try to do <laughs> I try to do little things to make him feel seen. You know, just like my girlfriend, she'll she'll do little things for her boyfriend or even big gestures, you know? Some people go big. Some people like when other people go big for them. You know, to each his own. But I still feel like regardless of what the gesture is, whether it's monetary, which I don't feel like it has to be, because there are different ways to show people you love them without breaking your bank. But as long as it's a, a gesture period, something that you know that they like, whether you're listening to something they mentioned in a conversation. So show that you're listening, show that you, you see them as a person, more see them outside of just your relationship see them for who they are in their workplace, how hard they work, how hard they work as a student. There are so many different components to making people feel wanted and appreciated throughout a relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be about gifts, okay? And especially since we're in this season of love with the Valentine's Day right around the corner, I feel like people forget that, that it doesn't have to be about chocolate-covered strawberries and roses and candles. It could be about quality time, just kicking it. But like I said, everybody has their own rendition of how they want to show appreciation to people. So yeah, but yeah, um, there's a quote I think he actually has that I'm kind of fond of. And it says, men want a woman, a woman who cares enough to enhance him and appreciates him enough not to want to change him. So I really realized women will say that they love somebody and i have to speak for women not all women but women i see right i have to say that a lot of the time they say they don't want to change a man and then complain about the things that they want to change and i have to raise my hand because that's me you know i have loved you know loved people I haven't necessarily been in love with everyone i've dated but I've cared for people and I've noticed that even with, like, especially with my exes, I've looked at them and I'm like, wait a minute, but you did try to change something. You know, you liked them for who they were initially, but you tried to change them a little bit, Khadija. You you did a little sunshine. You were trying to, you know, adjust a little, tweak a little, jerk a little. Y'all, get your mind out of the gutter with the jerk. But listen, like... You have to take the pros with the cons. You have to take the cons with the pros. That's just how life is. If you care about somebody, if you care about them enough, if you love them deeply, you see past their flaws and you appreciate them past their flaws. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be you nitpicking all the time. And I feel like in the beginning of my relationship, that's what I I did. I nitpicked. I would look at little things like, okay, he's not texting me back right away. And I'm like, wait, in the grand scheme of things, it's mad minuscule, guys. Like, it's not super important that they do things to your every beck and call. And that's why I love relationships because it's not about one person. It's about both people. It's about learning from somebody else who isn't you, who isn't in your favor, who isn't biased because they care about you. A real relationship will help you grow, not change you. Like, for how I feel, how I see a relationship to be is similar to that of a butterfly's, you know, journey to becoming a butterfly. You are 
this ugly little egg, then you're a caterpillar, you're in a cocoon, and then you're a butterfly. There should be transitional stages. There should be no, you're in a cocoon and then you're a rat. Because that's not what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to blossom into your truest form of yourself. And you can still do that in a relationship as long as no one's trying to change the other person. You know, it's very important to, you know, help somebody better themselves, but not take away from who they are at the base of things. But that's just me. And then, you know, he has a quote about validation. I feel like part of this segment is definitely going to be like a book review. But regardless, it's a very small book, too. So I feel like he knew that this topic, especially when it comes to love, the topic of love is hard because and relationships is hard because people get distracted a lot of times. Like you can't read a 300 page relationship book because you'll, it's daunting. You don't want to read it. You just want to skip over it. But this is a banger. Anywho, he has validation in here. And he says, as much as you may feel... Oh, sorry. This is my review on validation. Oh my God. These are my own words. As much as you may feel, he or she knows how you feel. Don't be shy to remind them. Effort is a form of foreplay. I really believe this. When somebody makes an effort, I can't even say somebody. When my man makes an effort, ooh, it is a turn on. So therefore, I classify that shit as foreplay. Because the sexiest thing any man can do is pay attention to his woman. Okay? And it doesn't have to be the bag she wants or the pants she's trying to get or the boots. It just shy away from all the materialistic things. And I'm not saying this for Valentine's Day, but I'm telling you, when you listen to a woman, if you can recite something that she's done, she's planning to do, remind her, keep her up to date with her her short-term and her long-term goals, I'm telling you, if she's a go-getter, if she's the woman that you really want and she's responsible, she'll appreciate those things, you know? If you listen to what she wants in the bedroom and then you there, you know, you try and go there with her. Cause that's what she asked for she's gonna she's gonna be willing to do so much more because you've listened to her because you've already prompted her you've shown her you know she's priority you know oh i'm telling you there's nothing like that it's beautiful it's a beautiful feeling to know that you're tended to Ooh, okay but anyways um he also says in his book when communication fails assumptions succeed listen (laughs) can i repeat that to you guys when communication fails assumption succeeds i cannot tell you how many times myself my friends my family anyone who's been in a relationship has said okay the communication shit right now i'm just gonna assume this is what he's doing i'm gonna assume this is what she's doing trifling is what you usually assume you assume they're being trifling and i'm telling you it can only hinder the relationship you have as much as I want to say that this is wrong, it is right. Just because you feel like you may not be assuming something, it could come in the most subtle form, subtle, you know, way. It will it will worm its way in there. The way your mind works with you, it wants you to think the worst. Even if you're the most positive person, that's usually how it ends up. So it's like you kind of have to catch yourself and be like, you know what? I'm going to step away from my phone or I'm going to step away from this main line of communication I have with this person and they will get back to me when they have the time. 
and you know you may have those little fluttering or fleeting moments of neglect you may feel like you're being ignored or they're not paying attention to you but again this is where you realize this is another person with their other like with their own struggles this is another person with their own day-to-day life that you have no part of you can't help them with when they're executing their shit whether it's at work school you know whatever they're doing so you can't just assume it's all about you you can't assume it's oh i'm i'm the reason he's not doing this or shit he's ignoring me it's not just about you 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 all the time this person has their own life outside of a relationship and you have to be keen on that you have to be willing to understand that it's not always going to be about your relationship with that person or it's not always going to be about your needs that they fulfill you know sometimes you have to kind of turn the tables and tend to them show them what it's like to be sought after and you know fought for and make efforts for so it's not just about the man doing for the woman and one of those big things for me is a wedding day or a wedding in general. I've heard so many grooms on TV, on documentaries, on movies saying, oh, it's all about her. This is her day. No, 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 honey. It is our day. Our day where we can achieve a common goal, which is committing to each other, committing to, you know, growing together um reaching new heights of love together that's why i hate when people see marriage in such a negative light because it's not a negative thing it's you having a lifelong partner i don't think you guys understand what real partnership is it's somebody who's willing to get in the mud with you when you're at your lowest they bring you to your highest when one is ready to give up the other is ready to keep pushing forward there's nothing better than having a team a person who you really can confide in to do to do to do life with like life is a whole marathon it is not races it's not about races it's not about finishing quickly it is something that takes time and it takes time to be cultivated and you can't do that sometimes by yourself you know as much as you are a separate entity you still are a separate entity coming together to do life together and life has so many obstacles And when you have that support, it's a beautiful thing. So that's why I don't understand songs or people, culture that really demean marriage because you're thinking, oh, culture doesn't demean marriage. Well, there's, I can't even dive into that because there's so many different things I could say, but I'm just saying you should look at marriage in a more positive light, really kind of take time to step away from the opinions that other people have about it and make up your own mind about marriage and being with somebody and communicating with somebody anyways there's my ramble about that um i don't think you guys will know who nikki giovanni is or who james baldwin is and to be honest with you i didn't know who they were until somebody on social media posted a video of their interview and this line kind of fucked me up because i was just like wait a minute I don't want this. So in the in the video, Miss Nikki Giovanni had said, you know, you go to work and you fake it with the white men. You fake it with your boss. You fake it there. Why can't you come home and fake it with me? And I'm going to dissect it a little bit because what she meant was that you come home and you give 
her the worst of you when she's supposed to be receiving the best parts of you because she supports you right and that's i believe how most women feel most women feel like they support their husbands or their partners their boyfriends and they don't want to get the worst part of you when you come home they don't want to get the arguing because you're miserable from a day's work but you were smiling with somebody um beforehand that you can't stand and I think the reason why um, James Baldwin replied in saying, well, I can't do that with you is because when you come home, you don't fake it with the person who knows you inside and out. You show them the real, you show them the raw, and they get that side of you. They get to experience the anger or the frustration or the you know discontent that you have for your present situation because they know you so well. And it's kind of unfair in a way to the woman because they don't get the happy side. And the reason why I'm thinking she says fake it with me is because for once she wants to feel love instead of anger, instead of hatred. And and it may not even be towards her, but it can be taken out on her. It can be taken out on your woman or your partner. I feel like women do this too though. You know, I really feel like women will go and live their lives and then come home and pick a fight. You know, I know that I'm not gonna throw my mom under the bus, but my mom is a very wonderful lady. But when she used to come home, she would do it to us kids. She'd be like, um, the dishes aren't washed. Why is this isn't why isn't this done? Why didn't she take out the meat out the freezer? I know y'all know that one. The problem is is that it's hard to manage your emotions when you step into your safe space. Because your safe space is what allows you to go off, okay? You're gonna go off because you're in the comfort of your own home or you're in the comfort of the own your own space within someone's heart you know like when you're around someone you don't necessarily have to be home to let it all out right so that's what i mean when i say the home of someone's heart when you've grown with somebody and they know all of you it's easy to unleash you know the fucking kraken on that person because they're the only ones who are gonna understand and get it but in the midst of it you kind of you kind of fuck things up a little you know you get mad at them and it turns into a relationship problem now so something that was related to work or school has now bled into your relationship life and it's not a good look but it happens and you know there's there's a lot of things you can do to avoid it blowing off steam after work before you even touch home you know so you can give your lady or your man the best of you so she doesn't feel or he doesn't feel neglected or attacked because that shit is real and finally the last bit of 2019 talk shout out to young t for bringing this to my attention because he's he said that i should talk about this before and it's it's a rough topic honestly because i feel like we've all been brushed by this epidemic and it's it's cheating you know um cheating can you forgive can you forgive and can you really forget now i feel like if someone's really wrinkled your trust like that you know kind of feels like they've you've ripped you your heart's been ripped out <laughs> i don't know how to describe the the indescribable undescribable feeling of being cheated on um but it's a lot it's a heavy topic and he gave me the idea to use cardi b and offset now 
I don't really... I love me some celebrities because I feel like they serve looks. They provide me with some bomb music. But I don't ever idolize any relationship. I don't look up to a relationship and say, hey, you know, they look like they have a good relationship. I've said it, but I can't truly mean it because I don't know these people on their ones. Like... I don't know what their ones and twos are like. I don't know what their daily ins and outs are like. And I'm not supposed to because that's their love. That's their life. So it's like, personally for me, if I've been cheated on, I cannot re-enter that relationship. Now, that would that would be my response years ago. Now, the person I'm with now, if he's ever cheated, if he if he would ever cheat, I don't know how I would feel about that. And I can't say, no, I wouldn't take them back because the love is real. And I feel like in certain situations, when the love is real, real, deep, deep, you've been in the trenches together, you know, you can forgive one time, but you can't forgive something that's repeatedly done. So in the situation of Cardi and off, Offset, I feel like he's done it multiple times. And in my opinion, as a woman, I couldn't take back a cheater who'd be doing it just to do it. Granted, his lifestyle is not the ordinary, so he has pussy thrown on at him on the regular. But for me, I wouldn't expect my man to take me back either. Like, are you dumb? I can't. You're laying down with somebody, and this is how I feel about cheating. If you lay down and you have sex without a condom, especially if it's in the heat of the moment, you're not thinking about protection. Most people don't. That's how men get trapped with babies or, you know, I got, I got an STD or I have HIV now. It, it happens because... People are irresponsible. So if you're not thinking about me and you're just thinking about your needs, then I can't be with somebody who's selfish. Now, from a man's perspective, it's even worse because of the double standard with men and women. If a woman were to ever cheat, I feel like most men wouldn't take um, their woman back. But a woman would definitely take their man back. I've seen it happen so many times and it's just like, wow. I don't have the strength to be disrespected like that. But anywho... Now, with Cardi B, I feel like their relationship is still so fresh, so new, that, like, they have also so much going for them in terms of, like, spotlight being a celebrity. People talk about their business on the average, like, on the regular, and it's kind of hard to get away from, and I feel like that's probably what brought them back together, is the forcible crowd saying, okay, you gotta do it. So, shit is rough. I I don't know if I could be with somebody who wouldn't think of me think enough of me to say hey let me stop myself i'd be mad if there was like initial you know kissing touching the physicality of it all but i'd be pissed i wouldn't take a person back if they actually followed through with the action of of fucking (laughs) anywho and there's also wait there's also this aspect if you're gonna cheat or if you find yourself in a position to cheat and you strap up if you protect your peace then there's a deeper issue because that means you stop for a split second to protect yourself maybe even you were thinking about me who knows but the fact of the matter is, is you still thought to follow through when that moment of pause to put on a condom should be your moment of pause to walk out the room the car wherever it is that you pounded pussy at you know because to me, if you if you follow through with the whole action, there is no going back. And like I always say, trust is like a piece of paper. If you crumple that shit up, okay, you could crumple it up. Now, you can smooth that bitch out. But tell me if the wrinkles are still there. Yes! 
okay the wrinkles are always going to be there and i feel like that's why you can't forget when someone cheats you may be able to forgive them but in the back of your mind you will always have doubts um and you know what it's your partner's place to ease your mind from then on if you do choose to stay with them and if you choose to stay with somebody after they cheated you can't hold that moment against them for the rest of your relationship you can't use that as an excuse to do whatever you now want to do because they've done you wrong because now that's unhealthy now there's no point in my opinion to be together anyways you've listened to my ramblings you listen to my ideologies and my outlook it has been a beautiful evening with you guys. Done 2019 talks. Take it easy, y'all.